Homeschooling is an epic investment of your time, energy, and on days, your sanity. Our goal is to come alongside you with weekly encouragement and practical help so you can homeschool boldly. Ashley usually begins, Hello, my bold homeschooling friends. But being the only Texan around here, I feel like I need to say, Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 15 of the Homeschool Boldly podcast brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine, the magazine that makes you feel good, not guilty. This week, I'm starting a series explaining natural learning methods and where these ideas came from. Today, I want to introduce you to two educators who have greatly influenced the idea of natural learning, Charlotte Mason and Dr. Ruth Beechick. Charlotte Mason was a British educator who developed her educational philosophy and methods by observing children. Dr. Beechick was an American educator and author turned homeschool advocate. Like Mason, she also based her educational philosophy and methods on her experience working with children, particularly her times teaching in a one-room schoolhouse in Alaska, which sounds a lot like homeschooling, doesn't it? You might be surprised, though, how few teaching methods are actually based on observing how kids learn. I also want to highlight a couple of quotes from these educational pioneers that will help us lay a foundation for natural learning. Charlotte Mason wrote, children are born persons. Now, you may be tempted to say, duh, at this point, but let's really stop and think about it a bit. How are children viewed by our traditional education system? Blank slates ready to be filled with knowledge? A product on the education conveyor belt? Unique individuals with their own passions, talents, strengths, and weaknesses? While the evidence would suggest the traditional view is one of the first two, now no one would ever say that, but let's look at the evidence. Everyone in the class learns the same thing at the same time and then must pass a standardized test which grades students based on where they stand in relation to other children. Grading is supposed to be about evaluating whether students know the material, but often grades are assigned and kids move on to the next thing. But Charlotte Mason was right. Children are born persons, wonderful, unique, and made in the image of God. And yes, they also have the very messy side of being persons, But what a privilege we have in teaching and guiding and loving these precious children, heart, mind, and soul. When we change our mindset about who we are educating, we change how we approach education. Instead of a product, we're dealing with people. It becomes less about the outcome and more about the process, less about perfection and more about growth. Here's our next quote to consider. Dr. Ruth B. Chick said, Homeschooling is largely heart-to-heart. The methods and even the curriculum do not matter nearly as much as the relationship between child and parent. Why is relationship so important in the educational process? Because to learn, kids need to feel safe, secure, and accepted for who they are. They need to know that they are viewed as a person and not a product. They need to know they are loved. Kids that are stressed, physically uncomfortable, and who don't feel safe will never be able to learn to their full potential. 
And in the end, you will be your children's parent long after homeschooling is over. Please don't sacrifice your relationship on the altar of school. So let's put these three foundational truths together based on the wisdom of these women. We can teach children in the way they were made to learn by observing them. Children are born persons with hearts, minds, and souls. And the foundation of education, especially home education, is relationship. Natural learning methods embrace these ideals. But what does that look like when it comes to natural learning, or as we like to call it, the natural learning home? We'll be looking at a variety of ways over the next months, but we'll start with one of my favorites, the use of living books. In episode 11, I said story is the language of childhood. Honestly, I think it's the language of more than just childhood. Consider what happens when a family gets together at a reunion and laughingly reminisces about childhood adventures. Think about how writers capture the reader's attention in everything from fictional books to sports columns. Ponder how God chose to communicate the idea of redemption to us. It's all about storytelling. So is it any surprise that kids learn through real books better than textbooks? That's why living books are foundational to a natural learning home. Charlotte Mason wrote, One more thing is of vital importance. Children must have books, living books. The best is not too good for them. Anything less than the best is not good enough. And if it is needful to exercise economy, let go everything that belongs to soft and luxurious living before letting go the duty of supplying the books and the frequent change of books, which are necessary for the constant stimulation of the child's intellectual life. (laughs) Did you catch that? If you need to save money, let go everything that belongs to soft and luxurious living before letting go the duty of supplying the books. Yes, it's that important. Living books are generally about one topic by one author. They can be fiction or nonfiction. But what separates them from textbooks is the way they capture the imaginations of the reader. They are interesting, well-written, and engaging. They are the opposite of textbooks. Now, books can be used as a part of the teaching process in almost every subject, even math. They're perfect for developing language arts skills naturally, using methods like copywork, dictation, and narration. And they simply make learning more fun. Remember Dr. Beechick's quote about relationships being more important than the methods and curriculum? Reading aloud, talking about what you're reading, trips to the library, those are all ways to grow your relationships in the midst of learning. So whether you build a home library or are a frequent flyer at the public library, there really should be a rewards program, don't you think? Let your home overflow with books. My mom used to tease us about how many books we had around our house. But she would also say things like, I can't believe how much your boys like reading, or they know about so many different things. Hmm, do you think there may be a connection? I can't wait to talk to you about another aspect of natural learning next month. The title of the episode will be Connection. Until then, grab a book and then go and homeschool boldly. Remember, you've got this. He's got you. This podcast is brought to you by Homeschooling Today magazine. 
Homeschooling Today is a quarterly magazine created by real people with a passion for honesty and encouragement. You won't find articles telling you everything you're not doing. Instead, you'll find homeschooling parents who have walked where you are or are currently on the path and want to help you succeed. We want to invite you to subscribe today and join the growing movement of parents who are setting aside comparisons, taking control of their children's education, choosing courage over fear, letting God lead, and homeschooling boldly. Visit homeschoolingtoday.com to learn more.